Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Vollmond Podcast. In today's episode, I invited my friend Marcos, who is a rope bondage facilitator. Rope bondage today is still very often envisioned in the porn and sexual context, but the spaces that Marcos creates are based on trust and emotional release. And I would love for you to get to know this work a little bit better as he's helping people to surrender and opens the doors for people to explore their bodies maybe in a very different way. So if this excites you, I'm happy if you're staying with us to get to know the work of Marcus better. We discuss the taboos and preconceived ideas, the individual experiences that Marcus and his clients can have and how it exactly works to get into working with ropes. Welcome, welcome, welcome back on the Vollmond podcast. It has been some time since we have been recording here, um, as I've been in Turkey. And I figured when I'm somewhere else, I'm super present, so I couldn't focus on anything else than just being there. But today we're back, and I'm so excited for you to meet Marcos, who sits yeah. here next to me, um, who's a friend of a friend that I was also meeting uh, in her studio, and then we also did some nice ceremonies together. And yeah, he is doing amazing work, and it's all about trust, and also goes into very into spaces that maybe are not so familiar to the to the to many. Mm -hmm. It's a very specific topic. Um, he's working with ropes. Um, some also know it in Japanese tradition under some other names. We're going to mm -hmm. discuss this as well. And yeah, I'm so excited that uh, we can unfold a little bit this 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 topic that um, yeah that goes also into taboos maybe in in some of the places. Mm -hmm. But maybe first of all, you want to introduce yourself a little bit. Hey, thank you for having me, Chasse. <laughs> uh, my name is Marcos. Um, I'm originally from Argentina, but I've been living here in Berlin since almost seven years. I do rope bondage and Reiki. Rope bondage is also known as Shibari. That is a more easy name for some people to understand what I do. And this is my main job since two, three years. Wow. Mm -hmm. The main job. Yes. Wow. <laughs> It's amazing. Like what I all want you to do, actually, before you're starting the podcast, you will find links in the show notes with his Instagram, where you see so much material. And I love watching the content that you're creating. And it gets so many likes. Like every time I see your reels, I'm like, how does he do that? But it's just such a, such a topic when you see people hanging in the ropes that you just want to look at it. And it's because... There are many imaginations go go then more into the sexual spectrum. Of course, mm -hmm. when you see people like being in this bondage and he's turning them around and like they're hanging on their ass or on their legs or whatever. Of course, like this is we only have this one image. But um, but I guess this first image of like this first link about uh, ropes and porn is really linked to porn. Yeah, exactly. And it's totally valid. Exactly. Yeah. And then you see that and I have to say there are so many people on your account that I personally know and then you're like, wow, what is she doing there? What's she doing there? You know, like, wow, what is going on? Um, and yeah, maybe I, I also asked Marcus if I'm allowed to share this. He's a projector, 6.2. I have his design here. And as projectors, when you're really following your alignment, you are successful and that's what i really see with the work that you're doing you do it with so much love and so much creativity and i love following projectors and seeing what they're doing 
because when they really like I feel like when a project has made their mind about something and they show it and present it to the world it attracts people mm -hmm. like it's really with so many projectors that I know um, and I could see in your design also he has a very defined g-center so there's a lot of leadership energy like really influencing people on topics finding the tribe that wants to follow you also you have the gate number one which is one of the highest young energies in a child and it's an energy that is also we call it the gate of the creative it's the gate of someone who really wants to create new things and also for the self for the self-expression so mm -hmm. the things that you're creating have a lot of things to say about you also that you want to share with the world And additionally, you have the 41 gate. I love this combination of like the first gate with the 41 and the 11th gate. The 11th gate is the gate of ideas. Mm -hmm. So many new ideas coming through. But then the 41 gate is really the gate of the dreamer, someone who can imagine a lot of things. And I see that with many artists. And that's how I see you as well. You're an artist in Berlin sharing this magic with us. Um, but let's dive a little bit into this topic of bondage. <laughs> How, how did you actually find this topic and why, why do you think people need it? Um, I've been doing rope bondage since uh, a bit more than five years and I was like really curious and willing to learn something new, mm -hmm. something with my hands and something that relates me with some other person. Mm -hmm. uh, I was doing Reiki already at that time, but it was like I need something more and I was talking to some friends because it was like it was not such a lot of moments in my life that I was like really too willing to learn something new. Mm -hmm. It was like okay, need a novelty in my life. Mm -hmm. And then uh And can I just stop here? Yes. Like why did you need it? What was happening before? Like what felt mm -hmm. do you feel stuck or feel stuck? Why why did I you? I I needed to do a little break from my artistic practice mm -hmm. in Argentina. I was doing a lot of exhibitions and I got like kind of a burnout mm -hmm. and I was traveling a lot mm -hmm. doing residencies and so on. Wow! But I needed to stop that because it was like consuming me a lot of energy and of course not giving me enough money to survive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I, I need a new tool. Yeah. Uh, I'm really handy, mm -hmm. so it was like something with my hands. It was perfect, but. I guess the factor of like doing something for other and having this one-on-one -on -one situation mm -hmm. was really catching my attention. Mm -hmm. And then a friend of mine told me like, hey, you should go to this class. You mm -hmm. should meet this uh, couple that does uh, raw bondage since like 20 years. They're mm -hmm. super queer. They live here, blah, blah, blah. I was like, sure. Mm -hmm. And then first second of the class, I was like, hey, this is not about sex. This is not about pain. And mm -hmm. I was like, Hmm. Okay, hello. But you came there with the intention like... No, 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 no. I was like, if I go to a gardening class, someone can okay. teach me how to do bonsai or someone can yeah. teach me to do like succulentas yeah. and development. So I don't you know. don't, didn't have this intention no, no, like, no, no. oh, it will be painful sex. No, like, no, no. I was like, king. let's uh, explore. Explore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the first, first, first link of rope bondage was taking out all the first layers that you can see on any picture of mm -hmm. uh, uh, raw bondage. Mm -hmm. So it's like all this sexual vice or dominant or power exchange. And like, yeah, okay. And it was like, hey, no, this is also not. Mm -hmm. And I felt really comfortable. It was like, yes, yeah. okay. And then I did one year classes. And then afterwards it was like, I was doing good. Not really good, not bad. But it was like, I need to put some 
effort on this, put some energy. Mm -hmm. And then after a year, I said to myself, hey, I need to practice twice a week. And, and I was like, I, I called some friends and I was like, hey, I need to practice, practice pattern, build muscle memory, remembering things, how to do it. Mm -hmm. And then my level got higher and higher really fast because I was investing a lot of time on like really and this was all still in Argentina no 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 here this already. was already here yeah. mm -hmm. but the workshop was in Argentina no 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 everything was here, here. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I live here since almost seven yeah. and almost five like a bit more than five I've been doing rope bondage so mm -hmm. yeah uh, and then when my level got up it was like mm, this is interesting and then uh -huh. like more things started to happen because then it it stopped being a, a technical thing It yeah. stopped being like, oh, okay, I need to place this here, or I need to do that here. It was more like, okay, I can tie you in this shape or that shape yeah. or that shape. Yeah. Um, at some point then, like also I was still going to classes. I started doing suspensions and then it was like, okay, this What is... What is suspension? Suspension is like when you're tied up, but you're also in the air. Ah, okay. So you can have floor, four floor play mm -hmm. uh, that is... To be tied within yourself you can tie someone to a table to the bed to a chair mm -hmm. um, you can have partial suspension mm -hmm. where your arm or your arms is up or your leg but like the majority of your body is in the ground mm -hmm. or you can have full suspensions it's like where all your body is hanging wow yeah i saw that yes uh, and then like of course playing with suspension is leveling your risk profile There's there some danger involved, True. of course, yeah. um, but the sensation that you got in your body, so the the experience of being tied while being in the air is way different. It's like really another level. So I was like, mm, this this here, uh, and I started doing that, and then I started practicing more and more. Thank you to all my friends that let me practice with them because it was like really part of the... Um, of like learning? Of course. It's like, it's hard. It is. It is. <laughs> like each time that I give classes, I'm like, yeah, okay, we can do this and this and that. And then like my students are like, okay, yes. But it's like, yeah, okay. I forgot yeah. how hard it is to understand different knots of pressure or placement. Totally. I do it like really easy. I. I'm also, I tend to make things hard look really easy. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay, you do this. And then yeah. everybody's like, ah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like, it felt right. It's, it's still feeling right. But mm -hmm. it, I, that was like, in, I don't feel that it's meant to be that I'm doing rope bondage. I found a way and I invested a lot of time and effort on doing that mm -hmm. but it always felt good it was like yes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's in this direction you and know? <clears throat> maybe just like one short interruption we like in my house they have a construction and probably you hear it i cannot put it away yes, like we just sorry. have to integrate it into the podcast today and um, so sorry i'm gonna <laughs> come back to the topic mm, so what i'm wondering what i would love for us to like get really into this like process of why would someone come to you to get the bondage mm -hmm. like why what is the topic of these people why super a huge range of things why people come to me um 
I would stutter why people don't come to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm not a sex worker. I don't do raw bondage in a painful, sadistic way, especially with people that I don't know. It's like, no, this is th those are things that can be developed, not the sex part, because I don't do it at all uh, uh -huh. in, a, in my practice. Also, in my private life, I don't do it that much. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a lot, of, a lot of work. Yeah, because probably <laughs> also many people then project onto you, like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, he's super into all the sexual kinky practices. You know, yeah. So that's also interesting for you to have this profile running around the world, being like, yeah, I, I do rope bondage. And probably people think like, yeah, yeah, and he's always like every week and he's in all the kinky places. Yes, yes. But it's really bizarre because like, I don't have that... Uh, kinky culture or I don't go to kinky parties uh, to do that it's yeah. my job it's like yeah. if I'm a cook I don't want also to keep cooking at home you know it's like it's more like therapy sort of it's on that direction yeah. exactly okay. yes so people come to me I guess first of all willing to explore the part of themselves mm -hmm. and what I offer is a safe space to explore that and I would say that the main point or the first point of that is being vulnerable. Mm. Normally in this society, being vulnerable is seen as a weakness, is seen, seen as something that is wrong, that is bad, but there's a lot of potential in vulnerability. Yeah. So as much as you understand your vulnerability, letting control go, accepting pain, accepting discomfort, as, and, it's like, and also accepting tempora temporality. Yeah. It's like, It's just for the moment. Yes, it's not and it's also like, it's really beautiful to be crazy, tied up in the air, maybe uncomfortable, yeah. but also at the same time understanding that this will pass. Yeah, yeah. And then like, if you understand that the pain on your knee or in your shin or whatever you, are, you have, you can breathe it through and understand that it will go away in a bit that I will put you down. Yeah. Then if you can translate it to other aspects of your life it's like oof, ah, that's a really nice okay. lesson it's really like also a healing of like this understanding nothing is permanent this is only the moment and yes. everything comes in phases exactly like also the bad moments the uncomfort and yeah but you said like um, people come because they maybe want to um, explore a pattern of themselves sometimes sometimes like i i would say that first timers Uh, are people less aware of mm -hmm. their limits, their bodies, or what to expect? Mm -hmm. uh, that is totally normal. It's like yeah. the first time that you go to do something that you've never done before, you don't know how you're going to yeah. feel. Yeah. Uh, you may have some recommendations or some ideas, but like, you don't know exactly yeah. how your body will react. So when people come, are they very anxious or, or nervous? Uh, I guess like there's a mix of anxiety, nervousness, and... Um, curiosity mm -hmm. all mix up some of them are way more nervous than others yeah. but everything starts with a conversation and a negotiation mm -hmm. about what we're going to do where I will place ropes and where I don't yeah. what what are my limits and what yeah. are yours yeah a lot of people come and it's like hey I saw this picture I want to go to this shape or wow. I want to, yes. like they're very specific yes and so, like I can do that with people that have some experience yeah. normally they look they show me crazy crazy Tyson it's like no not first time we're not doing that okay. <laughs> and by the way like also meant to mention here I saw that your sun gate is in the gate number three so in human design we have this 
the incarnation cross and that sort of like is giving us direction and what we're really good in and what we're here to do and your gate is the gate three and it's someone who can really bring clarity and organizational skills into processes into yeah like when there is confusion making it clear yes. and this is exactly what you were just describing yes and i also i'm sensitive enough to see yeah. how to push where to push when to stop yeah there's a lot there's uh, a lot of people that at some point feel really comfortable yeah. being in the air like yeah. and it's like oh i could stay here forever but it's like really? no <laughs> we are because not saying you also have anymore. to take care if someone like if someone is hanging upside down yeah no there's a lot of things that i have to take care yeah. placement pressure timing um, wow and it's amazing when people feel really comfortable and it's like yeah okay I because can be basically here they, they give their body into your hands yes that's the experience mm -hmm. like i'm just gonna yes but at the same time you are fully aware of your body mm -hmm. you cannot do anything you're trapped yeah and how to find peace in being trapped how to find Ooh. some some uh, release on the restriction it's like kind of two opposites combined together that makes sense a lot yeah yeah and like if i would apply like how is the selection process because i could imagine that of course like some of the kinky sexual porn people also want to do this with you mm -hmm. and they found you somewhere on instagram and but do you want to filter that out or do you then have a conversation how do you make sure like hey this is really about more about your emotional experience that you can rewire maybe something for yourself and um it's kind of easy mm -hmm. nowadays i would say i don't have any more sexual requests because mm -hmm. all my communication and my website and everything is kind of clear yeah but um uh for you to have an appointment you fill in a form a, a little form in my website yeah. and then i will and then on this form you said your availability the things that you want to explore questions or why you want to come wow. in a super short text i don't i, I don't need much information mm -hmm. and then i reply with my guidelines my mm. guidelines are uh, separated in three to, uh, layers yeah before during and after and it's like before how you need to prepare you don't need to eat before two hours you don't need to drink alcohol no drugs no, nothing yeah. it's like full conscious experience mm -hmm. um, then you decide if you want to be naked with clothes with fully wintered yucca it's also possible wow. <laughs> um, and then during it's like hey I want touch your genitals if you have an erection everything is fine I won't interfere with that mm -hmm. um, I will do this and this not and this yes and this not mm -hmm. and also afterwards what do you need to do afterwards mm -hmm. or what I will do mm -hmm. I will mm -hmm. hug you caress you be there whatever you yes. need yeah yeah okay. um, and then if you receive that guidelines and you don't resonate with that you can say sorry no or you never reply or <laughs> you say like sure let's meet Tuesday at two cool cool and how much does it cost between 150 and 200 whatever you want how to pay how much time it's two hours wow two hours okay and like but the process two hours with the uh, negotiation yeah. the uh, tie-in and the aftercare wow yes okay cool yes. and like was there anyone already having erections and so yes like, of and, course and, and, like, it happens no yeah. orgasms no no not in my but it's so interesting because yes. like i wonder what is happening in the brain or like in the physical body that you're do you have any knowledge about that, that it's like that, that someone then gets an erection? I guess if I'm 
tying here uh, a hip okay. harness of course yeah. and my hands and the ropes are close to your genitals yeah. it's normal that you feel aroused it's like in a fantasy maybe also live in yeah as well but it's also like human body i don't know yeah. like yeah yeah and it's fine yeah. um then like i know how easily to deactivate that yeah. because it's like if someone is like trying to mm, to flirt with me in the middle of a session oh, yeah. i know what to do that will take you to your body to your present moment and will you will not uh, what do you do do you want to share uh tricks i don't know i stress the body in some other way mm -hmm. with some little things mm -hmm. that will like really put you out from that from that focus idea. yes yeah okay interesting And um, the rope bondage traditionally comes actually from Japanese culture, right? Exactly. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Um, rope bondage comes from Japan. It was the story of rope bondage is uh, kind of tricky. Uh, it was a torture technique that then the high society grabbed that uh, in a super elite uh, sexual sensual so practice. So interesting that this comes from Japan. Yes. Yes, that's why it's ropes, that's why it's yuta, that's why there are bamboos involved. Uh, of course, it was the cheapest tool to capture someone, to mm -hmm. torture. Mm -hmm. It was something that was there all the time. Mm -hmm. Here, we don't use ropes. No. Not nowadays. No. So, it's a really old tradition. But I would say that within all the process that it, has, it had in Japan, mm -hmm. what I do or how I relate to rope bondage It's from the West. Mm -hmm. So all my, almost all my instructors are from the West. I had uh, learned ropes with a Japanese master. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't follow that strictly traditional no. um, way of doing that. Yeah. Because I'm caring. Yeah. I'm really soft in a lot of ways. I can do really intense stuff, but I'm really with you. Yeah. It's here upside down with a gag floating tight from the head and suspending from your toes. I'm still there with you. It's not that I'm like, yeah, we'll make you suffer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. And like, um, the... The Japanese culture, like we have the shibari, but we also have the kinbaku. Mm -hmm. Shibari, kinbaku and semenawa are the three words that people use to uh, explain this. Mm -hmm. Shibari, kinbaku means to tie, mm -hmm. to bind. Mm -hmm. um, that are, I, I guess more traditional rope artists or people mm -hmm. use that because they feel more comfortable and mm -hmm. I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to just use rope bondage because yeah. I feel that is what I, exactly what I do. Yeah. yeah, and also I mean you're a projector again, like you're a seer, a guide, like someone who sees things maybe a little bit different, and then also influence and guide people with your own process. Exactly. Um, into maybe something completely new. Mm -hmm. I guess one of the other things that happens a lot in my sessions is like, first of all, trust someone like giving in to me to yeah. let control go and yeah. to feel pre pre present and comfortable yeah for some of them it's really fine but like someone that saw me on instagram and then text me i open the door and they're like <gasps> okay fuck yeah who yeah, are yeah. you <laughs> like yeah, yeah. what am i doing here um but it's also a process of trust it's like i also share i'm, I'm not a dumb i'm not a 
character. I don't put latex on my sessions and a whip. And no, it's like I am. Yeah. I go. I tie and I take care of you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I could imagine that it's really a very um, intense emotional journey also for your clients. Mm -hmm. So you really have to hold space also for any emotional release that comes out, yes. I guess. And normally I would say that the release or what is mainly thought as a release comes afterwards. Yeah, exactly. I guess. While untying, while you recover the blood flow, mm -hmm. all the endorphins rushing again through you, then you have a high. Mm -hmm. And then you have a drop, and the drop is like, ooh, again, wow. a body, and like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. And people feel naked. Yeah. Because ropes were a support, were something that were, uh, they were being held, and then at some point they're not. And then in this feeling of unveiling, or like getting naked again, yeah. or being back to your body, it's like, and then maybe and some a lot of sadness come yeah. out or, or a lot of gratefulness or they feel really strong it's like i fucking could hold that wow really? yes wow like really like empowered. i'm empowerment yeah 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 like really i would say like especially when i build more sessions with someone and then i can go a bit farther with intensity mm -hmm then it gets really interesting for me yeah. and then it's like yeah okay do we really want to be strong yeah let's play with this okay. let's explore this side on yeah. that side so you really also have to understand the emotional process because i could like are there clients who come more frequently and say like okay i really have this one topic mm -hmm. um and what i love about this work is so much because Some of my followers know I have been going through, uh, I think, two years of therapy. I just finished that. And I love the therapy because you can sit and there's someone listening to whatever comes out of you. It's an amazing tool and technique. But really working with the body is a it's different experience. game changer. And yes. like, I can tell that I have like, you can really, I can feel in parts of my body which sort of emotions are sitting. Mm -hmm. Like I can press. And you're aware. But yeah. a lot of people not. not. So it's like how to yeah. tap into that exactly yeah. with them not knowing or like, hey, I feel that you need to yeah. play with this. But this is also my intuition and exactly. my sensitivity, sensitivity and how I go. Because like I don't have any plan. Yeah. Someone arrives, I don't know their gender, their body type, their, their, uh, their background, anything. I just have yeah. three, four lines. And then after talking half an hour, 40 minutes, I need to translate all your inquiries, all your wishes and desires really in a tie. Yeah, in a tie. It's like how some people come and it's quite easy. Hey, I want to feel like a baby. Cool. Mm -hmm. I know how mm -hmm. to tie baby mm -hmm. bows. Mm -hmm. But someone arrives and is like, I want to explore my femininity. It's like, what the mm -hmm. fuck is femininity for you? Yeah. It's like, we yeah. need to I need to inquire a lot into translate that and how someone oh would God. feel feminine. I love it. In a tie. And so that's why you, what you were asking before, what people bring to my yeah. session yeah. is really wild. It's really wild. But that is probably, I assume, also exciting for you. Yes. That it's always something new yes. that yes. you can create. Definitely. Yeah. I feel that sometimes it's a co-creation yeah. with people that have some experience or people that came from my sessions uh, before. Like, hey, we can play with this or do this or play that. Yeah. And people that they have no experience, it's my challenge to yeah. say like, yeah, okay, yeah. then what do you want? And of course, what, what happens if there's like someone really shy and like not talking much? 
Um, I have that sometimes in my human designs because in my human design readings also very much interactive mm -hmm. and like using this one hour I get more out of it if someone shares a little bit because then I can read like of course and mm -hmm. direct much better but then I have people who are like just super shy and they're not sharing mm, much it's a bit of a challenge mm -hmm. yeah. it's possible of course yeah, I yeah. still do my job mm -hmm. um, but I guess the beginning is for me a bit harder when they don't share, I don't understand what's going on, or they come still expecting some other things that I won't give to them. Mm -hmm. If someone is like, hey, I'm really into pain, mm. let's suffer together. It's yeah. like, I don't know you. I, can, I, I definitely can do it. I have yeah. all the techniques, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know if I feel comfortable yeah. to do that with yeah. you. Yeah. So that, you that also need needs to... time. Yeah. Needs time, me with the person, me with their body, I need to understand some limits that until when I can do this or that and that requires time sessions and sessions 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 yeah 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 it's really beautiful I had like now I went to make a little tour in New York and in Montreal yeah and in both places I tie everybody that I tied had a lot of experience that it was like really challenging because like I tell a lot of random people for me because I need knew any of them and it was like yeah okay I tied with this and this and this and this person I like this and this and this and this can we play with this and this and this like, wow like wow, they were super experienced beautiful but like I never done this with you mm -hmm. and then the negotiation gets more interesting yeah because it's like are you sure that you want to hold this and this and that okay uh, do you feel comfortable with this and this and this yeah. so all the the plays and the the, the things to explore mm -hmm. are wider because yeah. they know their bodies they know that they can hold being upside down for half an hour wow. or, and then it's like do you want to be upside down half an hour half i will be pleased <laughs> to do that with you really? <laughs> yes yeah mm -hmm. upside down is my favorite that a lot of people really love it and a lot of people cannot hold yeah, standing exactly. at all what is actually if someone has like in yoga we have this thing that when people have like when women have their period some say don't go upside down yeah I, just, I ask for that yeah, uh, yeah. in the negotiation and of like, course yes <coughs> especially just, like pre-menstruation uh, you feel more pain so also i need oh, to go true. lower yeah. yeah yeah and the body is so exhausted <laughs> exactly and then you go to a session that your body will be completely stressed yeah and you maybe want to just feel whole yes and, be like, oh, and then yeah. like i can easily shape a session that is really soft yeah. and holding and caring and it's for me also super beautiful to do yeah. that and um you said like someone wants to go into baby pose okay you you rope a baby pose like are there different poses that you rope like or how does it so in the tradition there are shapes shapes, shapes and how you get there what type of shapes shapes you have a crab tie that is like your legs attached to your your arms four arms with your uh, legs with mm -hmm. your shins um or some like more twisted or torsions there are some basic shapes mm -hmm. and then the combination about all of them like this little harness with this other thing mm -hmm. but this is also really my exploration what do i want to bring this person being in this shape or that shape mm -hmm. or like if someone wants to feel exposed mm -hmm. i won't do something that is like cozy arms in front i may do something that you have your palms up and you're like mm -hmm. maybe with nothing on the chest mm. that is like eesh. 
Okay, uh, opening. Opening the heart yeah. also. Yeah. And like, um, probably it's also a really nice technique to go through grief mm-hmm. and like really yeah, opening the heart and being vulnerable. And this vulnerability is also something that I, I really like because I can imagine that at the end of the session you are so soft like so in such a place of like wow okay i showed also like sharing your own emotions with someone else mm-hmm. is intense yes yeah but i love like in my own process of healing and also like how i'm interacting with the universe i really feel like whenever the universe is taking things away from me or puts me through challenging times um, I really feel that the universe wants me to be super vulnerable so that I have nothing, so that I have to redefine who I am. And that's what I could imagine that maybe happens in this process. Of course, n- not always is that transforming. Yeah. It depends on also your openness and how deep you want to go yeah. with your own process or how aware you are with different stuff. Yeah. Um, but yes, of course, it's a transformation yeah. Yeah. process. That is not easy. No, like... It's I mean, not easy. You respect. really need to, to be willing to put your body in such a discomfort in order to feel release and to embrace your vulnerability. And yeah. I guess like I still feel that the more vulnerable I feel and I show to my friends or family or whatever, the more strong I am. Yeah. And that's what I do in my job. The yeah. more people come and show themselves vulnerable, they feel really empowered afterwards and it's like that's what i also love so much about ceremony when we're in ceremony like everyone is sharing vulnerable or also at the retreats like in my retreats we have integration circles every day where um, people share very honest and vulnerable and we cry together and um, seeing this magic of like really sharing from the heart and not so much from the mind and maybe even from the body like while you're in the situation i think this is really where the magic happens definitely and when we can do this together do you also do group sessions or no. one-on-one always one-on-one. Mm-hmm. and when you said workshop mm-hmm. what that's when i teach teach mm-hmm. and i wonder you as a teacher again only speaking from my experience i'm teaching what has helped me mm-hmm. what um i feel confident in sharing because i personally had a transformation or it's my current topics and that's why i also say in my yoga classes or a sound <laughs> session i always say like hey choose your teachers because honestly everything that we're sharing we are like open books like i feel sometimes like all these 50 people who sit in front of me every week then they actually if they look closely they will know so much about me because i'm reading from the books all the things that help me mm-hmm. so or are also you're going through yeah. exactly or i'm going through i cannot teach anything that i'm not experiencing myself so what what was this experience for yourself that helped you so much and why did you needed it mm. i mean okay you shared like you wanted something new you wanted something with your hands but there must have been something that i guess the um, the fact that people come to me and trust me to do this mm-hmm. fulfill me, fulfills me a lot. Yeah. It's really like, wow, okay, I have this service mm-hmm. that I can give to people. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. For me, it feels really natural. And each time that I tap into this intuition and natural feelings, everything is like, oh, 
yes, I love my job. And then mm. like someone is in a crazy position playing here yeah, and I'm just looking at it like, wow, yes, I do this. Wow, Beautiful. yeah, it's also great. Um, yeah, yeah. But also maybe being this like coach and advisor because I think like you have the, yeah, you have to get 13 and 33, which like if we would relate it to a job, so it forms a channel and very often we see this channel with therapists, with coaches, with people who are very good in listening, but then also transforming the stories that you are um, receiving into life learnings, teachings. Um, and then, yeah, you also have the 7 to 31, which is basically this, the gate of the alpha. It's like a gate for leaders, like mm -hmm. really someone who is here to... Um, guide, lead and influence the people who are willing to get your teaching and your sharing. Yeah. And this is, I think, where you can really step into your full potential and power. And also the 10th gate. Yeah. So this is a very, very beautiful gate. Many generators and manifesting generators actually have that. I also have it. You also have it. It's the, it's the gate for self-love. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, it's a gate that's, that wants other people to fall in love with life again. And very often when we have this gate, um, we actually go through a self-love journey ourselves mm -hmm. before so that we can actually guide and help Definitely, us. yes. So what, were there moments in your life before maybe where you were also um, working through your own self-love journey and has this practice helped you in this way? Mm, I would say yes, because I feel really connected to my body if I tie myself or if I get tired. Mm -hmm. And this brings me back everything that is in my mind or my ideas mm. or all the um, yeah. outer things is like something that puts me back down in a second and I understand that I do that a lot in my yeah. sessions and like a lot of people like during or after it's like I was not thinking ah <gasps> oh, yes and I was like and they're like I don't have any words right now wow well, yeah and yeah it's like You don't just need to be say there anything. exactly yes. stay there yes it's like and, and then it's like how like they they don't understand how they achieve to that place and it's like yeah okay we use this material this technique for you to get there but this is a place that you can tap into whenever you want it requires some practice yeah yeah but it's beautiful like really when a lot of people come worried or with a lot of thoughts or they cannot stop talking or mm -hmm. commenting or like explain me what you're doing it's like no <laughs> yeah. you just experience be there yeah and then it's like oh i was not like i was there but so i was not good. there it's like yes because so many people i have to say this is also a little bit a german thing that i figured like i'm like my family and everyone is from turkey so i have this part of myself which is much more in turkey is much more like yeah okay let's just figure out things you know and they're they Personally, I feel so supported in this culture because when there is a problem, everyone is like, okay, you know, let's just do things. This is like, how can we solve it? And how can we do things together? But in Germany, I feel like we, we, we and I'm also very German, like we have this thing, I have to know exactly what is happening, exactly what we're doing, exactly where I'm going. It's so much more into this like control of knowing what is happening. And do you, you don't feel like really relief when you don't know? Yeah. <laughs> It's like someone is taking, taking, care, of taking care of that. Oh. You don't need to know the road. You don't need to know how to exactly. get there. You don't need to. You're just there. You're just there. Exactly. I see this also in my retreats just to share like a little bit 
when people because I'm taking them to Turkey for many people it's a very new experience yeah, of course. and in Turkey we don't have this like okay I'm arriving at the airport and then there will be the bus number 41 and it's gonna bring you to there at exactly this time first of all there are thousands of websites where you can book some some buses but it's there it's not a planned structure like here where everything is set you know you have to arrive you have to talk to people be in the present moment ask for help and be like okay i need to go to this station or i have to be there and i'm gonna be blah 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 and i see this as my retreats that everyone is so freaking nervous and wants to do everything before so i'm now actually creating a plan of to comfort them even more um but that's exactly the experience and then i had this now in my last retreat that after the week being with me on the mountain, I put them into uh, a big uh, uh, taxi and they drive down the mountain and I ask them like, where are you going? And everyone is like, we don't know yet. We just figure it out when we're there. And I'm like, aha, yes. <laughs> yes. aha, this is where you've been going through this one week. You're much more present. You know that from this present moment, you can figure things out and yeah, and that's, I, I feel this is very similar to what Definitely. you have been sharing. Yes, yes. How often In a more intimate way, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and uh, um, how often do you practice yourself? Is there someone who is tying you? Mm, not that often. Mm -hmm. I don't get tied that often. I would love to, but... What yeah. is your individual practice? I practice with my partners. Yes. But do you, do you have any other practices that you're doing for your own body? Going to the gym, mm -hmm. sauna, cycling, sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's also practice. It's also practice, yes. Do you uh, actually come to yoga? I never saw you. Uh, not that often. No. Yes. I saw you once at a workshop. But you also gave a um, Shibaru, Shibaru or Shibari? Shibari, <laughs> Shibari um, workshop in Har once, right? Yes, last year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How was that? It was really nice. Uh, but three weeks ago, I did a performance there. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I wasn't there. Yeah, I wasn't happening? there. Yes. It was really beautiful. Jane played the gongs oh. while Kuli was tied up. And it oh. was like a really beautiful closed circle. One of my best performances so far. I'm really wow. happy about the result. Oh, really damn. grateful. Also the people, how everything was like so intimate and mm. set. It was really beautiful. Wow, is there any chance to see you again? Sometimes you do also something in the forest. I yes, remember. maybe in the summer I still I'm organizing some trips. So the performance in the forest is in the list. Yeah, I still don't have a okay. exact you have, date. You have a newsletter or something yes. like that? Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. On your website. On my website. Okay, exactly. cool. yeah, we Everybody that send me an email, then you're on my newsletter. We will get it. That is way better than Instagram. So everybody, if you want to keep uh, updated better an email uh, than Instagram because Instagram algorithm got crazy. Instagram, oh my God, yeah. Like back in the days, I was really into like checking the algorithm, but now I just want to share what comes from my heart. Yeah. Yeah, and it also works. It also works. We don't have to stress about it anymore. No. Um, can I ask you something like very personal, like you don't have to answer if you don't feel like, but I wonder how it is to uh, like um, share this with your family. Mm -hmm. um, so my siblings knows my parents not much. They are aware, of course, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's public. Uh, there's a lot of fantasies mm -hmm. behind that and what I'm doing or not. And of course, with my siblings, I have more uh, connection and they know and that they know my approach and they know how I do this. Mm -hmm. um, I guess they still feel that is a lot. 
and yeah. it's quite intense. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. How is the Argentinian culture? Is it more conservative? Than here? Yes. Like that like for I mean in Turkey if I would do that I mean in Turkey we have this word called rahat. So they always say like, oh yeah, she's so comfortable, you know, like mm -hmm. also how I show myself what I'm wearing. Um, they also say like, oh, you're so soft, like they say like, you're so natural, like so, because we don't have so much shame anymore, mm -hmm. right? But if I would show myself with this there, oh my God, like there would be so much projection and people would talk behind my back and also in even But it's again, not knowing. It's not knowing, for sure. It's not knowing what's behind that, what are your intentions, what are my intentions, or what's my job. I guess there's still this idea really linked with mm, dom, dominator and submissive exactly, relationship yeah. and uh, bondage. That, of course, there's a power exchange. You yeah. allow me to take control of yeah. your body with yeah. a lot of rules in between. Uh, but I still feel that it's one-on-one. I don't feel that I have a power over you. Yeah. So, um, again, it's my name. I did not create a persona for doing what I do. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. Um, so, for me, it's more... It's very honest. Yeah, very authentic. definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want to... I don't want to... I won't feel comfortable at all being like... Th this for me is alignment yeah. also to... Because sometimes when we're splitting the persona of like showing this one part to this one group and in the other group to, it takes so much energy to be this persona and this persona but when you really guide from a vulnerable and like authentic and honest place and just align everything and say like okay i'm marcos and this is my practice yes and, and i also do me. other stuff yeah. yes like i remember once i was doing reiki to some super spiritual girl that arrived to me And she was like, hey, you have tattoos. Oh, no. Do yeah. you need meat as well? And I was like, yes. What, what do you have? I have tattoos. I tattoos. Ah, no, no, no. That's really bad. You don't need to do... And I was like, sorry, I'm not so dogmatic with my practices. Yeah. I'm also human. I'm living in Berlin. Yeah. I have friends. I have partners. And it's like, I, I won't feel comfortable if I like feel judged. with Exactly. Like, yeah. No. Exactly. The judgment. Like... Um, Did you in the beginning when you started to share that? Were you comfortable in sharing or were No, you... not at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I I had to go through some process, right? Process. Yes, and also to stand up for myself. Saying yeah. like, hey, okay, I'm doing this and this is and there's nothing wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But would you would you think that you could also do the same practice offering in Argentina? Yes. Yeah. But I won't make a living out of it. Yeah, because income is there, not the same, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering, because Berlin for me is really one of the most transformative places on the planet. Like, I really feel that all the futuristic topics, all the uh, social dynamics, they arrive here. And then you always find this group of supporters who's completely into it and we can make something out of it. Um, and there's maybe less judgment Of course, there's lots of judgments still, but <laughs> there's maybe less this anxiety of like, okay, I'm going to do this, let's just do it. There's, there's so many groups of doing like very freaky, crazy things and everyone is so individualistic. So Berlin is an amazing platform to start Definitely. these products. Yes, and yeah. then, yeah, as you just said, going to Canada and New York mm -hmm. and, and sharing it there and being comfortable because you already have quite some following. Yes, for sure. Um, but I would say this idea of transparency and 
being clear, I gave a class in New York um, that is was that was called Mood and Ropes. That was about emotions and feelings mm. while doing a session. Mm-hmm. And that was like my fucking personal journey. It was a really hardcore class for me. Yeah. Really, I share a lot of my vulnerability or my yeah. experiences with certain things and things that were not just happening to the person that was getting tied up was yeah. also happening to me mm. that was like yeah okay this is part of me and my game and my name exactly. and it's like I'm not here to hide it yeah at all exactly like and it feels so good to walk through this uh, earth school with everyone just knowing that I don't get a facade when yeah, I'm with you that definitely really just and I guess you. that is a thing I have two things that like as a feedback from my clients they say to me mm-hmm. one is transparency mm-hmm. and consistency because mm-hmm. everything that I do uh, that I tell you that I will do mm-hmm. I do and everything that I tell you that I won't do I won't do yeah besides the moment would be perfect now to do that it's like no we did not agree to put a rope in your mouth I won't do it no 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 it's also uh, boundaries definitely yeah. from both sides yeah um, and also like I use talking about Instagram again I don't post I post like a 10% of my yeah. material. Yeah. I, I don't share. You come to my session, mm-hmm. it's a private. You, they're your pictures, your experience. Yeah. I don't have to share that with my yeah. followers. Yeah. You know, I'm not a tattoo artist that is sharing mm-hmm. all the time. I'm doing this tattoo, I'm yeah. doing that. I'm like, I build a really private, intimate bubble mm-hmm. for people to open up. If then they want to share it online, use your channels, use your stuff. Like mm. if you want me to post it on my channels, you can send me yeah. the, the picture so and I will decide it. Okay. But it's like this privacy is really anti-marketing, mm-hmm. but it's more real to me and of to course. the people that comes because it's like, it's a transformative process. I don't want to be sharing and like the vulnerability of yeah. everybody that comes to my sessions, you know? No. No, no, no. It's also like, uh, uh, I think it would scare people off, actually. Yeah. Yeah. If you would have like a wish of a certain group of people where you would really love to share it because you think like they really need it. Mm. <laughs> I would say doctors mm-hmm. or high ranking ba- bankers yeah. or like people really mind focus yeah. really square when yeah. you go and touch them and it's like oh oh wow okay it's like they there is like more transformative because they they get completely out yeah. from their practices like a lot of my clients are yoga teachers or tattoo artists that they have a more relationship with their body with pain or with going through uncomfortable situations that is like easier but then people that have like a super mental job when you put them through such a embodied experience they explode and it's amazing super beautiful I would say exactly the same like I feel so blessed that more and more people also from the business world I mean I'm coming actually from business and um I always felt in business that I couldn't express myself like really just showing up authentically because it, it already starts with what you're wearing there. Like, <sighs> it's like, no, like I, ha- I have so many dresses in my, in my, in my uh, how to say, my closet. wardrobe, mm-hmm. yeah, my closet, which I cannot wear anymore, very rarely. But back in the days, I even had a coach. She was coaching me how to sit as a woman on the table next to all the men, like stuff like that, you know, because I'm also this like very petite, young looking girl, a woman. 
and uh, so much facade and roles and I remember in one of my last jobs I started I was already super spiritual I was like coming actually back from two months living in Bali and Indonesian islands and like meditating every day I had a huge spiritual awakening I was shining like my frequency was here and I entered the office and I had a very interesting experience like it was super dark in the office and I put my table I just took the whole table and I put it into a corner where I felt that this has to become my space because mm -hmm. the energy was better and suddenly five other people took their table and put it next to me because they wanted to be in this energy mm -hmm. and then I started to do meditation classes every morning already on the second day I was writing in this lecture I'm like hey guys from tomorrow morning I'm gonna start a meditation group here if you want to join join you're invited and I think from that moment I triggered everyone in this, in this like there was like always like some conflict and like it was so much pain also for me I still carry a lot of pain in my shoulder from this time actually but my wish would be exactly the same I would love to have more people opening up um, who are maybe yeah not so connected to their bodies and um, I read once this quote and I read it also in one of my other podcasts from Uh, this book eastern body western mind which is an amazing book if you're on a holistic well-being journey read this book and she wrote that the body of the earth that we need to heal the body of the earth and what which we can see in the world as well and that this healing of the body of the earth which is a planet starts with being connected to your own body Definitely, yeah. because when you're connected to your own body you can connect to other bodies you feel um, your emotions, the intelligence that comes through that body. Like sometimes I feel I don't need my mind anymore if I just listen to what my body says. Mm -hmm. And yes. I'm so happy that we have these tools and techniques, which is this bondage or also, you know, yoga, but or sound and breath work, which really puts us back into the present moment. Yeah. And connects. Yeah, because you don't have. And everyone so within my it. practice, I would say, like, you don't have anything else to do. Yeah. You're just there. You don't yeah. need to move. You don't need to think. You need just to connect with your body. Exactly. And hold discomfort or hold yeah. pain or be comfortable yeah. or being held or whatever. But it's like, there's not much to do. You're just breathing. I would really also say this holding thing. This is what why I would come to you probably um, as I'm someone who holds a lot. And I can also, I'm very good at managing pain. Mm -hmm. Like I know, I, I see people who are like, you do something and they're like, oh, like this, but I can really, I have a lot of endurance with that. Mm -hmm. um, but just to feel something is holding me and that I can let go as someone who's like very, I have lots of masculine energy. Mm -hmm. And this is also something that's like balancing the yin and the yang, the feminine and the masculine, letting go, being hold. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's very transformative. Yeah. Definitely. You should come. Yeah. <laughs> I I, th I think I'm going to come for sure. Like I I'm I'm watching the videos already and like oh my god. <laughs> But of course, also my process coming from my Muslim body um, and even though I grew up in Germany, I'm raised by two, two Turkish parents coming with Turkish heritage, coming with Turkish ancestral history. Um, and there is a lot of shame projected mm -hmm. and only in the last five years I was transforming connecting to my own body and releasing the shame and starting to loving myself again and knowing okay you know there's nothing to be ashamed for like everyone has emotions everyone has trauma and I had this amazing now I'm a little bit over talking sorry but <laughs> I want to really share that 
and I had like one mushroom experience where the mushroom showed me like I, it was like somewhere in the city I was like just staying somewhere in a city a street where people are shopping but everyone had uh, injuries in their face mm-hmm. like bleeding big uh, um, how do you say when it's like swollen uh-huh. wounds you know it was visible it's like oh my god I can see all the wounds of people I, I want to help them we, we are all the same we have the wounds and then I realized oh my god if the wounds would be visible we can heal much better because and we also would, we could be more caring with the, the person that exactly. is next to us yes. and like, but only because we carry all that stuff inside and no one shows it and is there to show it Everyone is like, oh, you know, uh, um, um, not so able to relate to other people and um, understanding that, fuck, we all have the same. It's this, yes, this planet we are all in pain. Is a school. Uh, yes. We're all here to learn. And everyone is going through that process. There is not even the happiest child who has been raised in the happiest family. There is stuff to look at. Of course. Yeah. Always. Exactly. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in your practice, in your teaching, in your sharing? Uh, more trips, new destinies, uh, opening up. How is yes. this like, are you booked as an artist or how does it mm-hmm. work? Oh yeah, okay, so yeah. people really come from different places, they say, hey, do you want to come over? Yeah, yeah, cool. and there is a process of negotiation, what can you offer, what can I offer, cool. uh, tickets, accommodation, dates and so on, yeah. yes. It's uh, really beautiful to be able to travel it's like yeah. wow i like I, I was in new york like coming out from the uh taxi in the airport yeah it's like wow <laughs> this city is like ah and i'm here to work right wow. it was like and doing what like, you love isn't that great blessed, blessed. like wow 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 it's amazing yes. and then also being in the cities maybe where there is also a better payment yeah Right, because Berlin is also like sometimes really difficult in like all these like artistic projects and income level is also not the best and we have many artists as our um, students. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And clients, so. Yes. Cool. And what are the next steps in your roping career? Um, I'm in the process of opening a new studio instead of having just a private practice have a bigger space to teach regular classes here in Berlin that I'm not doing that right wow, now. Wow, like really stepping into teaching others. Yes, but like in a regular basis. I mm-hmm. do it in a private, yeah. uh, but not uh, groups regular every Monday we're doing this. Yeah, so, yes. wow. Um, it's taking a long time, yeah. but it's It will be the right, yes. the right thing in the right mm-hmm. place at the right time. Definitely. Some more trips are mm-hmm. coming. And yeah... I guess like being able to travel with a little bag and ropes and do my magic somewhere. Oh my god! So, yeah, how how heavy are these ropes actually? Um, three four kilos. Okay. Not a lot, but like yeah, I need also my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah it's, it's a little bit of uh, um, tools, but it's the same with my gongs. My yes. gosh, okay. <laughs> I'm with hundred kilos everywhere. Like yes, yeah, yeah, mine are a bit more portable. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's cool. Yes. Okay, wow. So also for the studio, people should sign up for your newsletter. You're going to yes. inform everyone mm-hmm. when you're ready. Also, if you ever want um, to uh, uh, get a session with them, we're going to link everything. And is there anything you still want to share in this episode? Um, no, I'm really grateful also for being here. 
and yeah. sharing this with new audience and I guess like a lot of people will resonate with all the topics that we're talking about because they're not just specifically about raw bondage yeah they're like more about how everybody feels and understand and go through emotions that emotions are... is really the thing right like there's so much happening in the well-being market so to speak on like how to release emotions and really releasing it from your body maybe just to give a little bit more like there is breath work there is pantarai did mm -hmm. you ever try that it's also amazing no it's like sort of a massage technique where they really mm -hmm. press into a parts and then you feel something and they really go deep into this you know and mm -hmm. pressing and like really massaging it out it's super transformative rope bondage what else can people do of course sound mm -hmm. is working Reiki, with some, yoga, Reiki, yoga yeah, exactly. body works different yeah so much um so yeah thank you so much for, you for coming to my me. podcast yes. it was a pleasure having you finally it's here it's amazing to be here and you're always welcome back when there is something new coming up let us know yes please and yeah if you have any questions i'm gonna open a question box here on spotify is it, it is possible and please don't forget to give five stars recommend the podcast if you like it or if you want to suggest anyone that i should interview and bring on here please also let me know Ooh, that was a sign. <laughs> I hope that the construction was not so annoying. Um, and yeah, have a blessed life. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Bye. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, babe. Thank you so much. <sighs>